0: You better work. Work it, girl. Do your thing. Okay. On the, the runway. runway, work. super Do a twirl. Wet your lips and make love, love to the camera. camera.
1: Oh my God. Turn to the <laughs> left. Work. Turn to the right. Oh my God. What a little flashback. I love,
0: fucking love RuPaul. You know, I, I walked the runway with him to so that song once in a um, mall opening yeah. in uh, the middle of nowhere in Nevada. Really I love that it. shit. Our lives are so
1: weird. Well, when, We have very weird lives. We do,
0: but when RuPaul is like, hey, who wants to walk the runway with me? You go, me please. Everyone. Yeah. I yeah. think anyone who says no, I don't trust
1: them. I agree. That's like your Chucks test. My to would be like, would you walk with RuPaul? And yeah. they're like, no. And I'd be like, well, move on. Mm-hmm. Don't need to be around you. You're probably a <laughs> G1. <laughs> <laughs> hate
0: grudge. <laughs> Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror
1: movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple.
0: Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices, spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on foxy yet dodgy fellows, and creepy
1: uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become The The Final Girl. Girl.
0: Well, hello. Hello. Please welcome yourself to our movie survival, survival guide. guide? How about we welcome them? I don't know what that was We about. welcome you. <laughs> welcome yourself. We'll welcome you. All good. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> I am I was going to say, this is Julia.
0: <laughs> this is. I'm, I'm Terry. I don't know what's going um, on. I don't know about the beginning of this episode. This is a little messy here. No, it's uh, great. We're doing uh, 1992's Sleepwalkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title of this episode is Cop Kebab. That's going to come <laughs> up later. Uh the tagline for this movie. Oh the first Stephen King story written expressly for the scream. Oh it's a groaner. The scream oh.
1: yeah, I'd like And to expressly think, yeah. in any type of like title or mm-hmm. like log line mm-hmm. or some sort of like is Already grammatically uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like expressly. It's like when people say, "What are espresso or
0: expre- Ex- express express yeah. espresso?" Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like on a chalkboard. No, nope, it's bad. Uh, so this movie was made for fifteen million dollars. They spent too much. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bad. Um, you can tell I feel about this one already. Oh my god, they spent too much money. Uh, it made thirty million dollars though. Okay, so it did doubled doubled it, itself. So yeah. that's fine. Uh, the this was Madchen Amick's first movie after Twin Peaks, and she is so stunningly gorgeous. Yes, can you? No, I can't stop looking at her. Like she's her, just, like
1: hair, her lips, her, her eye color, like everything. Perfect. She's you get like the the camera literally like eats up her face. Yes, you get why they love her. Like and she's
0: so beautiful. Clearly, they watch Twin Peaks and they're like, hey. She freaks out really well. She screams. Let's, beautifully. let's do a movie where she like freaks out for a good deal of it. And this, yeah. is, this is that movie. Yep. Uh, also, uh, th- right after this, uh, Mick Garris, who directed this film, is going to do The Stand. So he's oh, going to wow. continue okay. in his Kim- K- Stephen King land yeah. to do the The Stand. So this 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 is not based on a Stephen King book. There is no book of Sleepwalkers. This is a book, the screenplay that he wrote specifically to be filmed. Okay. I would argue, mm-hmm. and you know how much I love Stephen King. Now you're like number one. U- uber. I don't know anyone else who
1: like personally. Yeah, I'm sure there's other people out there. Don't fight me out there and in, the, in the internets. Oh, but I'm okay. sure there's other
0: people out there that are crazier. But you're the biggest Stephen King fan I've ever <laughs> met in my life. <laughs> I've met some other fans. Uh, my friend David mm-hmm. is 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 a big fan. He's got a cabinet of delicious Stephen King. I life. mean, you have
1: stacks of his books. Yes, you I have do.
0: all of like like all his the movies, movies. Basically, the I'm wearing a Stephen King it pin right now. Like, like
1: almost at any given day, I'm going to see you have something Stephen King related on your yeah. person.
0: yeah, It's either in your purse because you got a book in your bag. Yeah, I have you know, Everything's Eventual in my bag right you. now. Thank you. What just am finished, I saying? I just finished 1408. It was excellent. See? Uh, so I would say though, uh, having said all that, yep. this is not a good script. No, nope. it's a very poorly, the dialogue's very poorly written and it wanders and it's just not very good. And I, I hate to say it about him. It's not as tight and fun as his other stuff is. It feels... Well, Right, because he's written other screenplays, but mm-hmm. they're based on his book, so he's right, got dialogue. Right, so he's got the source written.
1: material already there. It's the stuff is feels like it's more fleshed out. I feel like he was like, "I can do a screenplay; that'll be fast." Yes, because the other stuff probably takes a little bit more time yes. and planning. And so this was just like, that's what it feels like. And I'm
0: sure they were like, hey, Stephen King's doing the screenplay and everybody's like, great. Yeah. Everyone's going to say yes. So of course, like you got $15 million. No problem. Hands down. And because it, they need it for all those prosthetics in this movie. So much prosthetic. Yes. A lot of prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Some early CGI is going mm-hmm. in there as well.
1: Um, it and- felt like they reminded me of like those. Oh, this is so bad. I know. Anyway. I was gonna be like a Michael Jackson thing, like about the like black or white video where oh, okay. like the, the face morphing. the face morphing thing. Yeah, it felt like that. I was like, oh, this yeah, technology really brand early- new, mm-hmm. nineteen early nineties. Like we're
0: gonna do this. Uh, so, but it's kind of cool in the fact that he made up. A, a monster, a creature. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, the there's a there's a title card that comes up at the beginning mm-hmm. that explains what a sleepwalker is. Yes, which is a nomadic, shape shifting creature with human and feline origins, vulnerable to the deadly scratch of the cat. The sleepwalker feeds upon the life force of virginal human females, probable source of the vampire legend, says the Cote Encyclopedia of arcane Knowledge from 1884. Yes, and then there's title, and cat then get scratched. scratched, and then <laughs> fire. That's what we're going do. That's for. what happens. Okay. And that's
1: basically, that gives you like, that's basically a movie like in a nutshell. Yeah. And then it like, like even with scratch the scratch fire, fire mm-hmm. that's how that's,
0: how, how they get. It's all going to come back yep. around. So uh, we open um, in Bodega Bay, California, where mm-hmm. the cops which is a great name can we just talk about how great we love a bodega bay uh where we have mark hamill in a cameo as the sheriff coming in to see what's happening in this place where there seems to be there's
1: a bunch of dead cats out front
0: again you guys and dozens of cats
1: if there's cats and they're dead out front it's not a good sign cats
0: are known to be kind of like buddies with demons and satan though right because like that's their they're always thought of to be quite evil like black no, but cats they're also, but black cats
1: are also like witches have them as their familiars sure. and like their protectors usually too. Mm-hmm. So some people think that they're evil, but
0: other people see them as protection. Exactly. Uh, so they find, they also find a mummified looking corpse that looks like it's ancient, but she's got braces on her teeth. So you're she's like, real oh, young. it's probably a young girl and she also has a rose behind her ear yes, tucked behind does. her ear that they find going to come in come around later mm-hmm. so something uh, that puzzles me about this film being from Stephen King yeah does not take place in Maine takes place in Travis Indiana i wondered about that too which is also the and then even more confusing mm-hmm. is that the sheriff the co- the cops have Castle County on their logo and they say they're going to call Castle Rock for backup later hmm I'm confused. Castle Rock is in Maine, which is like states away. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's also
1: like. Well, maybe there's probably many Castle Rocks because that's like a like. Sure,
0: but he's so known. Castle so known Rock's for that, yeah. Made up city. yeah. Like Dairy, yes. So why are you not just just said in Maine, man? I don't understand what you're, why. I think
1: maybe he just wanted like a different backdrop. It's also, but it could be anywhere. It literally it's not could like be anywhere. Just... But he also needed them to be from a fake place too, which they're also like these Sleepwalker people say they're from. Sure, you know. I don't know they all the names are are silly. Yes. Travis, I'm wondering if these are just all friends of his that he was just like. <laughs> I'm friend... going to give you a shout out because like it's like Bodega Bay is like clearly a foe. Unless I doubt that I'm feel like I don't need Maybe to look there it up.
0: It is. We don't know. Adam, producer, get on. Do you know it. if there's a Bodega, a Bodega Bay? Bay? Um, I love, of course, that they have to use Santo and Johnny's Sleepwalk, which they play a ton a ton
1: i know i was like honestly as soon as it came on i was like this feels so 90s all of a sudden to you because that song was in like so many soundtracks sure but during that era but if it's sleepwalk
0: there is a bodega in sonoma county okay so apparently well hello it's a real place maybe travis indiana is a real place too well there's a gary so that makes sense there probably would be a travis yeah so mm -hmm. then we see charles brady who's going to be our Monster.
1: Which I died because my friend, there was a Charles, there's a real actor named Charles Brady. My friend dated him like in high school. He was on Kids Incorporated. Hi, Charlie. Oh, I
0: loved Kids Incorporated.
1: Yeah, he was on later on, like with like the Jennifer Love Hewitt era. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, with Ryan Lambert. Yeah, he was my favorite. Yeah. Anyway, I just I just giggled as soon as I heard his name because I was like, oh my god, Charlie. But you have a crush on Brian Krause, do you not? I do because of the Blue Lagoon, the Return to the Blue Lagoon. He the was not obviously one. the he was Christopher Atkins, as yeah. we know, iconically in the first one with Brick Shields. But um, oh my god, I was so into those movies because I was just like. You know, I don't know, as a half naked, young child, you times. see those things and you're like, uh, I don't understand, but I need to watch this movie a lot. Because <laughs> he's <laughs> like,
0: beautiful.
1: So hot and like watching him. And then I was like, Ooh, I'm going to watch this cute boy. And then I was like, Ugh. yeah, it's going to go real ugly real
0: quick. Uh, So we find him in his bedroom where he's looking at a photo of uh, Tanya Robertson uh, Robinson in the Lear book and is carving a T into his arm. She has clearly been chosen by him. Uh, yeah, and, that was a lot for like, for the first month. I was like, ooh, this yeah, might if you, be bad. If you meet a boy and he's got your initial carved in his arm already, like you just met him, that's a big red flag. Ladies, gentlemen, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, just like don't, don't, don't do ever, it. don't and ever I also carve his <laughs> name <'cause-> is <in> your... <laughs> Uh, don't do that.
1: Well, that's also like getting someone's name tattooed on you. It's, it's tattoo is one thing. Carving I still feel it. like it's bad. I still think yeah. like it's like doesn't usually end well. Like Wino Forever, you know. Like oh, hello, I love that tattoo. So I like much. that he changed it to Wino Forever I do though. Too.
0: I wish they were still together though. They were such a good celebrity couple. They I were. I know problematic now, but yes, they it, were great. Uh, so then we meet uh, his mother.
1: I wrote she, incest so
0: big on my thing. Yes. So this movie uh, incest uh, is, is best. best. Nothing says loving like marrying your cousin, as they say. Uh, so him and his mom, because like, they're first, real close. They're, at first, I was just like, they're slow dancing to like his favorite song, the sleepwalk song. But then uh, we're like, OK, they're getting a little uncomfortably close here. Mom and son. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's and then just... she gets jealous about he's talking about this girl that he's just carved the initial in his shoulder about. Yes. Where he has it. Are you go- When are you going to meet her? She's Can grilling you him. And is she nice? We have to know if she's nice. This is important. Mom's also wearing like very skimpy outfits. Uh, and they she' end basically up, like a negligee, yeah, she walks around in a negligee pretty much this entire film. Uh, and then they kiss and then he carries her upstairs, and you're like, "Oh, okay, we're well, definitely doing it. There you are. then and we'll go from there. So you but he's gonna,
1: but he's looking for a girl, and he's like, she's pure. So then you're like, oh, he's looking for somebody who's not like his mom, right? And so
0: I um, we known from learn from the title card they need mm-hmm. to, she needs to be a virgin, so mm-hmm. this is gonna be important. Uh, I was so fucking excited because Tanya works at the Arrow.
1: I saw the theater, I thought about you, and I was like, I know that theater. I have
0: been to that theater a million times and they are playing the fictional uh, double feature of They Bite and Scream Dreams. Right. But it's the most adorable introduction to her because she's got headphones on and she's cleaning but she's kind of dancing and being I could kind see of, why you would love that
1: I thought about you immediately I yeah. was like it looks like something freaking Julia
0: would do yes she got the headphones
1: on and as something so quintessentially late 80s early 90s she's listening to a 50 song that's like been, been redone though in the 80s it's yeah. like everything was because that was the hot era we were like harkening back to because of our sure. parents so and it's like 30,
0: 30 year cycles man they yeah just keep coming around
1: it's hilarious so it's just great to see her like dancing around like cleaning up the, she's the popcorn girl yes. you you know, and I just made me think about you too, serving up popcorn at the yes, theater. Yes,
0: it was. I, I bonded to her immediately. I was like, I know you. Yeah. I've been, I've been you. Yeah. Uh, and she also, her introduction to is so adorably quirky. Like she's a very, uh, she's so beautiful, but the, 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 she also makes herself. She's effervescent. Yes, she is. She, she's
1: she's like the popcorn. She's light. She's fun. She's uh-huh. bopping around. Yeah. Like, her, like The way they lit her, her hair looks all glowy. She looks magic. She's yes. like this beautiful thing. And you see why he
0: was like, that's the girl. Because yes. she literally is like a little angel. And he comes in with this cute exchange where, the, you know, he wants to buy some popcorn. And and she plays it as if she's someone, even though, you know, it's matching Emic, so we know this isn't true, but as if someone who doesn't get talked to by boys, like boys don't talk to her.
1: And maybe they don't because she's so beautiful. She's so, be- she's so beautiful. B, it sounds like her parents are pretty strict. Once we meet them later too, and I think they've got her with the wall. Because I feel like I feel like I knew this girl growing up in my town because my town is very very um it's very very religious, and so like that like keeping people pure and virginal was like I used to be an abstinence counselor. That's my weird. Whoa, did you? No, <laughs> look at <on> your face because <laughs> I never my town. That pretty hardcore like we were like on the back in the day we were one of the like school districts that was like on the national news for wanting to teach creationism in the classroom while i was in school yeah so it was like but i also was an abstinence counselor so it was like kind of a you know a a weird place to be so like it was very looked down upon if you were seemed as slutty so i feel like she might have been from that right that's that same era Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean though where like that was a really important thing sure and in horror, being pure is also very, very That's important. That's how you survive. That's mm-hmm. what we do.
0: Horror movies survive a good tip. Don't, don't have, have sex. sex. Boo. Yeah, boo-boo. <laughs> don't have drugs. Boo. <laughs> don't drink. Boo. boo. We don't like these things. We like you wanna, all those things, though. If you want to awake, stay awake, stay alive. Uh, so then we go to her cl- the class. So this... So we have uh, the guy who plays Otho in Beetlejuice as the teacher. Um, Who's
1: the creepiest teacher. Yes. I was like, he should not be teaching children. This yes. guy is seems like he is not safe around
0: children. He seems very angry, Mr. Fallows, and he seems very suspicious of Charles. What's his name? I heard... Mr. Fallows? I heard Fallows is all oh. I could hear
1: when they said it. And Mr. Fallows. I was like, really? Why are they calling you Mr. Phallus? That's quite a name. No, I watched it
0: because I watched it with subtitles on because I want to get
1: like every Okay, I did not see watch it with subtitles Uh and I was like, Phallus? Yeah. And that's what I heard. Okay. Mr. Phallus. Thank you. Uh,
0: So here's a question I have for you, Uh, for Charles, who reads his essay in class about- He literally tells us real life story. Tells us real life story about these sleepwalker creatures and how they have to like run from place to place because they keep killing people. I'm like, "Eh, probably don't do that, man. Why would you do that? No, but it's
1: also like he's also, I feel like as much as like he wants to be creative, this character is not that creative. Yeah. Like he's like, he's only, only so focused on getting this thing. He also, I think was sharing it to test it out because her reaction to it was pivotal. Right. Like now she trusts him because he seems sympathetic. He's like, oh, she gets us. Mm -hmm. She gets like me feeling as an outsider because it feels like, I feel like it's one of those things where you write yourself as an allegory. Do you know what I mean, though? So maybe like in school, like... Maybe he's, they get that he's moved around a lot, but maybe that's like how he feels. Do you know what I mean? They're like, Mm -hmm. I think that that's what he was trying to get at, even though we know, oh, that's literally you're telling your life.
0: Right. But it is a little bit for me, you know, uh, Shades of Carrie, because we have the sequence of William Catt reading his poem and Carrie really likes it. And there's Mm -hmm. this connection in class because they've liked the other thing. And so he offers to drive her home in his sweet blue Am. And he does a little hop over the car door. Pretty cute.
1: Well, it's those ones that don't have the, like, it's got like the cutout top it's Mm -hmm. got like the t-top so it's super i was like this is like the hot cool guy literally i'm like hot cool guy from like the 80s movie like in the sweet ass trans am like shows up and like comes in new boy in town and he's hot and he's into you and it's like dizzying
0: (laughs) yeah i was like yeah i would go go in that car with you of course and you would drive me home real fast yeah but then they go home and like no one's home and they go straight up to her room question i was like i know i was like girl all the things that you probably learned in abstinence class yeah out the window. You should not have that boy. And she closes the door. Yes. And then they have this kind of like comedy moment where her clothes are around and her panties. She got a G-string up on her dresser. I was like, what
1: girl you know leave a G-string on her dresser? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. That was clearly
0: written, a, by a man. written in written
1: by a man. <laughs> I was like, you do not leave your dirty G-string on a dresser. That goes in the hamper.
0: Anyways. Maybe she's a messy girl. We don't know. But so we have comedy of her trying to th- hide then, her G-string yes. from him. And then mom comes home. So you realize that she has Ferris Bueller's parents, right? Yes. They're really yes. married in real life. And those are her parents. And I moment.
1: didn't know what they were married in real life. They I love it. But I was like, they're the same parents. Uh-huh. They're there.
0: Got I married, love them. Got married on Ferris Bueller's got married in real life. And then are also the parents of sleepwalkers. Crazy. Uh, they're great. Another question I have for Charles, if you're going to kill, if you know you're going to kill this girl, why go to her house and meet her parents? Because yeah. now they're going to be like, hey, now there's a that tra- Now
1: there's a trail, but he does such a good job of like trying to be charming. And I think he's also fumbling. Cause I think he also really does kind of like her. Mm-hmm. Cause she's is really smoking hot. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's like so much so that he's also figuring out how to like lure her. Yes. So he's in the house to do reconnaissance. I think also because he figures out that she's a photographer It's like, Oh, you could take pictures with me. That'll be fun. She's like, great. And then he realizes that her mom, strange habit is into rubbing, Graves, gravestones, yep. which also was like, why are they saying rubbing so much? And I was like, oh, it's
0: going to pay off in a stupid cheap joke later. Yes, it is about rubbing in graveyards. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've done gravestone rubbings before. Like if, okay. you, go to, if you go to old cathedrals in uh, England and stuff, they'll have stuff for you to do it if you want it. But then, I didn't know that was like a like a, a pastime though. I guess so. It is a, a strange one. What do you do with them? Then you just hang them up. And you're like, oh, look, a grave. She has all over the house. Yes. I was like, that is also. Kind of weird to have people's gravestones. You know, you have a good gravestone, grave rubbing conversation with your mom, the mom, and now she's charmed. About tools of grave rubbing. Oh, Stephen King, I adore you. Uh, So then we have this uh, Mr. Follows, like... Mm is driving behind charles and makes him pull he sees over. him yeah he
1: finds him and like speeds up and they have a little bit of a chase and then he pulls over and so
0: how does mr fellows know what the he like he doesn't know exactly what's going on he, but knows, he knows something's, something's off up. because he's done
1: none knows enough that he's looked this kid up and he's, like, and he's like this place that you say you're from isn't a place it doesn't exist your transcripts look fishy I know you're probably not a kid or student because he, maybe he's trying to figure out if it's like maybe he thinks it's undercover. This was like right after Twenty One Jump Street era, <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like maybe he feels worried about that. I don't know because he's terrible. Because the teachers in this school, like if you notice all the background shots, what I thought were great in the high school too, mm-hmm. like you see a teacher grabbing a kid's ear and like dragging the kid. Like these teachers are kind of terrible at this school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so maybe that's some weird vigilante teacherism. I wasn't yes. sure where this was gonna go, but he
0: like pulls him over and reaches into the car. Ugh, terrible idea. So uh, Charles just rips his hand off. And then you have running through the woods craziness, going to kill him and just, yeah, going to straight up kill him. But not allowed or doesn't want to suck his life force. It's not, it can only be virginal females, right? So I think it's got to be virginal females. And this guy's clearly not a virginal female,
1: kind of a virginal male potentially, but not a virginal yeah, female. That's very
0: true. <laughs> um, meanwhile, mom just appears to just wander around the house all day. Because there are cats, many cats who are coming to the house because they're trying to get her... So they're big, they're big, they're kryptonite, basically, as these sleepwalkers are cats. Yes.
1: And so the cats um, have a way of no, they can read and figure out that they are not what they look like they are, Mm -hmm. because they are shapeshifters, they can see their original form, basically. So the cats can always see that they are these creepy kind of creature things, and not that they're actually human. And so they have all these traps set around their house to try to catch the cats, like all like little like, like
0: bear traps, basically. Um, so the, I feel, and this is for me one of the things in the movie that feels so stagnant. I'm like, okay, we cut back to mom, still wandering around the house. Yep, okay, she's still hungry. Yeah, she's still hungry. She's just hungry. She wants her son to bring her
1: something to eat. Why can
0: she not just go? out I don't get know why herself. either.
1: I, I don't know whether it's like her, I was wondering if it was a a question of her strength because I feel like there was certain levels of strength where like he was able to go out there because he had eaten more recently, right? Or it had more access to
0: people to pull their life force from. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They'll, like around town. I just bothers, it bothers me that the mom can't do anything. I don't know. Like, I wish they would give us a reason why she's like paralyzed and can't go out because we right. feel like, you're so hungry, go fucking get something. What is the problem? Right, and
1: the cats seem to be right out there and so he's able to make it to the car without the cats bothering him. Why but can't she, she go outside to yeah. the car without the cats bothering her too?
0: These are questions we have, Stephen King. Yeah. Well, we don't know. So some of the lore is a little bit unclear. So Brian, I'm sorry, Charles is speeding away from killing Mr. Fallows and Mm -hmm. a cop comes and starts to follow him. Uh, We are introduced to Clovis, Clovis! the attack cat. The attack
1: cat. And this, I think this is so great because usually, you know, cops have a dog or something like that, but he's got an attack cat, mm-hmm. which is adorable. And we love Clovis. As soon as I saw him, I was like, this cat's going to be amazing. And I yes. already love him so much. He's got a little collar hero. that
0: says Clovis the attack cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have this enormous car chase where uh, Charles is leading him uh, astray. Uh, the cop uh, never gets his license plate. Can I just point that out? Which I find a little fishy. Unless there is no license plate. Uh, but they uh, they have a scene, a shot where uh, they pull up alongside each other and because Clovis is looking at Charles, his face starts to fluctuate and change. It fu- yeah, changes his power. He doesn't have the power over his
1: shape anymore. So he's like literally morphing and morphing into these weird different shapes. So he like goes into like, looks like a troll thing and then he looks like a creepy thing and then he looks like a cat and then he looks like and all kinds of things. looking
0: at me, you fucking cat. Because mm-hmm. it takes his power away when the cat's looking at him. Yep. Um, and so the cop's like, ooh. Oh no and uh then we learned that uh, Charles has the ability not only to Make himself invisible, but also the car. The car, in, yep, it can also be invisible. So he shapeshifted the car. So this is uh, something in the Stephen King world uh, called making yourself dim, and this is something that comes up in a lot of his uh, stuff. Uh, the The Man in Black famously does it in uh, mm-hmm. The Dark Tower, but there's a lot of stuff about being dim, where you can make yourself invisible to humans. So the car can can be invisible, but it also shape-shift into another car. Mm-hmm. So he came in a blue Trans Am, in a red mustang yep uh so it, with the ability so that's why he likes this so he evades card. after
1: almost trying to hit like a school kid and all these buses like a bus of children it was wild
0: uh, and then he goes home and his mom is just where's the food where's the food and she said he says why are you being such a bitch she says because i'm hungry like i feel that i feel that right get she hangry <laughs> she
1: hangry up in that house i was like get your mom something to eat
0: um you we also learned that you can find the true see the true form in mirrors. We actually see right. them, like, strange cat like creatures. Mm-hmm. I like the design of the of the creature. I think it's kind of a cool design. A scary cat like Yeah, it's a creepy cat. But no fur, so it's kind of like hairless cat.
1: It's a creepy, hairless cat. Like it's a creepy, hairless, like it feels like I don't know.
0: Like a big cat. Like a creepy big cat. Yeah. So then uh, we have the date between Tanya and Charles where they're going to go to the Homeland Cemetery uh, to do some rubbings. To rubbing. Get some rubbing done in that cemetery. And uh, she has her... her camera and she's taking pictures of him everything's fun and laughs they have a fun roll down the hill together there's a really great rolling down hill cam which i really enjoyed oh my god it was wonderful yeah Yeah, i was like "Ooh, this is getting rough then all of a sudden i was like "Ooh, they're about to make out and then i was like "Uh uh-oh no we're not he just wants to suck out her Her life force force. so he starts to do that and she starts to freak out and there's a really i mean it's a pretty vicious scene it's violent as hell and it's just the you know as a woman really terrifying to think okay you were with this guy. He seemed really normal and everything was fine. You literally met him yesterday. And now all of a sudden you're in the situation that you were not prepared for. And what do you like? You're fucked. You're out nowhere. You hit you're in his car. He's, you know, coming for you. It's what weapons uh, no do ghost. you
1: choose? So she's gets in full final goal mode right now. You yes. know what I mean? Though it's like, what do I have? What? What's here? So, like, she's fighting back and fighting him off. She's able to use her, like, cameras blunt force on his head. She's also able to get this wine cork because she'd brought out wine, even though they're underage or whatever. Yeah. So no drinking, you guys. Yep. Um, no sex. So you, all of this is all bad because it's all happening pretty much at the same time out at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So she gets the wine the wine cork opener and, like, basically gouges his eye out yep. and slashes him, l- slashes him up. And they tossle around, and he's basically like... Ooh, it doesn't have to be rough. We don't have to and then he's like, just kidding. It does have to be rough yes. if this is
0: gonna work out. And she is horrified by this. And I mean, nobody does. I mean, I will say, okay, I shouldn't say nobody, because Cheryl Lee on Twin Peaks in Firewalk with me, maybe the best freak outs I've ever seen on mm-hmm. screen. But matching, i make, pretty fucking good she's wonderful terrified and just running out and mm-hmm. she finds the cop and clovis and
1: uh this she tries to tell him what's going on this is one of those moments where cops don't fucking listen like, it's all
0: right. calm down and He's like calm down
1: it's not that big a deal he does not clearly does not believe her they've literally witnessed the same creepy ass guy but yeah. she's trying to tell him that but he's not listening or hearing that she's sharing with him basically like the same information and all of a sudden from behind There he comes. He comes and stabs him in the freaking ear with a pencil. And what does he say, Terry? He says, cop kebab. See, this is where the film loses me. This is where I go, (laughs) "Mm, nope. I laughed out loud, of course but also like seriously i also did what did yeah uh-huh it's Sorry. a groaner
0: you don't i mean i understand injecting a little humor into your horror film i have no problem with but this is like you're coming off this vicious attack and then you come in and to make it into this goofy one-liner i just don't i don't i don't get it but they killed the shoot. he shoots and kills the cop uh but clovis Attacks him, uh, and so he was able to get away. Uh, and so this is uh, where we have cameo central because we have Stephen King mm-hmm. wandering around trying to figure out what's happening.
1: Well, he's like the grave, like cemetery and he's caretaker. Like, I don't want to clean it up. Who's cleaning it up? It's and he's like, I didn't let these kids in. I always lock this place up. If anyone with horny teenagers want to come out here and you know roll around or whatever, like, who am I to stop them? I can't stop them. So for first he talks to Toby Hooper. That's who the first person is who
0: turns him away, and then he mm-hmm. talks to Clyde Barker who turns him away and then he talks to the sheriff who turns him away. Oh my God, so it's like, brilliant. That was like triple cameo in one shot. Later, uh, just after this, we're going to get mm-hmm. another shot of a dual cameo. Yes. John Landis and, and Joe Dante. Dante.
1: So good. We as the little you. lab technicians as they're like, you know, looking over the evidence in the lab. Oh, Joe Dante. That's I love great. you so much. Uh,
0: so then we also, uh, Ron Perlman comes in late into this movie.
1: Very late, but young young Ron Perlman. He just
0: comes busting in as the state police.
1: Young from <laughs> like him. I was like, what?
0: Uh, so he, but he, he, he's, he doesn't feel like, you know, this is a, this big of a deal, says about Tanya, that little girl just needs a good smack on the butt and if her mama and daddy won't do it I'll happily volunteer. He sounded like a rapey ass cop. It's what I wrote down. Yeah. I was
1: all "Ooh, rapey cop. I she do not trust this cop. She just got assaulted, man. What did Literally, she, do? <laughs> she just survives basically getting like they think it's like a full rape because they don't understand that it's a freaking Monster. creature from another yeah. side. But like they think she and then he's making jokes about it. I was like, this is poor taste. Yes. Uh, so this is why people don't report
0: people when people <laughs> ask like, why do women not report things? This is part of it. Yeah. Cops like that. Yeah. Uh, so then Charles is just going to come in and get tanya one way or the other he's wounded but whatever uh because they uh when they so he comes in and he bashes some cops heads together he's not he
1: that's the mom who's, who's coming to get her right oh, yes it's not it's not charles right he's sick so he's stuck at home because he's gotten like ravaged from that fight that they had but the cat and and actually it. did a number because as we learned from the beginning from that uh, early scratch across the screen yes it, it, t- it sends heat into them and it creates like a fire so it's like he's burning from the cat scratches so his half his face is morphed into this like monster and, and it he won't can't. heal yeah he's like stuck between of, forms he's stuck between forms and he's trying to make himself something else so mama's like if you can't get me food i'm gonna go get it so tanya is in her bathtub upstairs because she's trying to
0: done this in the first place
1: clean herself off because she's trying to get clean because she's still fucked up about the attack and her mom is like she's trying to get clean the dad doesn't understand she's been upstairs forever the mom's like no she's trying to get clean like she's trying to wash all of the sadness and the mayhem off her body but the problem is, is even while she's upstairs she's having visions of like what went on and so this is when mom comes crazy ass sleepwalker mom shows up and she freaking bashes in the front door, bashes dad, fights, kills him straight up as soon as she walks in. So this is like Tanya's dad's down, then Tanya's mom comes in. This is Ferris Bueller's parents yep. are dead now basically. Sma- she kills he's him thrown her out the window. Out the window, she's got this crazy strength. I was like where did all this strength come from? Why didn't she use this earlier to fucking get her own food? But I anyway, we go back. So she bashes in the cops heads together and this
0: is where we get the corn on the cob. Yes, poor Horace, the cop who try who is the worst shot of all time, and he like has like six shots, does hits nothing. He hits nothing. He's too scared.
1: He's and, also on a full stomach. He literally ate them out at of house and home at this place. In the air, right? cord in no, the coffin. No, it's in the back. In the back. It's the back. Wow, so she's, that's a lot of force. It's a lot of force. So she literally, he's on the phone calling the cop, the the, the station, the precinct, Calling and Castle Rock for backup. Castle Rock for backup, and they're like, oh, we don't, uh, we don't understand. They're not getting his. Obviously, anytime try to cut the
0: cops, they're not helpful. Stabs. that yeah, he gets stabbed in the back by the mom with the corn. She cob. bites off Ron Perlman's fingers and breaks his arm, mm-hmm. and then just grabs Tanya by the hair and is like, "Guess what? You're coming with me." Mm-hmm. And throws her in a cop car after she's also shot expertly,
1: taken Ron Perlman's gun and shot the cop cars in the right spot. Now the cop cars are on fire. Yes, she, all the other so all the other ways to get out of there are done for anyone else who tries to escape. She drives the cop car back to her place. But the problem is all the cats, because Clovis has gotten all the other cats and rounded them up. I was like, cat posse yep. have mounted up. there in front of the house.
0: So how's she getting and in? And so
1: she's like, how do I get in? Because there's all these cats. I'm not going to get through them. So she drives her freaking cop car into her freaking house living room. Mm-hmm. So now they're in the house, busted in, and she makes Tanya dance with the devil, baby. She makes him try to dance with her. She resurrects a mink, like animates her son, even mm-hmm. though he's dead, clearly. Yes. And he's in this half-weird form,
0: and she tries to make Tanya dance with him. Okay. It's really, really horrifying. It's gross. And Tanya is freaking out, as she would. Uh, and again, that she's going to use the eye. What's she got? So she puts her thumb in his eye, which is really gross, and then uh, finds the shotgun, shotgun's mom, uh, and then, in a bad final girl move, drops drops the gun. Drops the Never gun. drop
1: the gun, you guys. Even if
0: that's out of bullets. If you have a shotgun, that's a blunt weapon you can be using to like, cause some damage. Uh, and so then... Mom, there's this crazy final battle, and the sheriff is coming. And mom throws a cat trap on his head, and then he gets impaled. Mm -hmm. And then there's he gets impaled on a fence, on a picket fence. Picket fence. Cop gets impaled on a picket fence. And then we have uh, mom, all of the cats jump on mom, like a hundred cats jump on mom and are just scratching the fuck out of her.
1: And then all of a sudden. Full
0: body burn.
1: Combustion. And I love a good combustion. But she's still going. She's on fire, but she's like, I'm not done.
0: She's fighting, but she's done. Yeah, she's done. Yeah. And then uh, Tanya is left alone with Clovis. It's just you and me, Clovis. In the cop car. Yep. And she'll never be the same again. Nope. Poor Tanya. But she escaped her life and the sleepwalkers are dead. Yay. Yay. She did it. Um, I mean she's not a bad final girl she f- puts up a hell of a fight now that's a lot and especially after the trauma of the day i feel like after the trauma she's all one uh, day yeah and it's really really hard for her i mean like it's a lot yes uh so this movie uh, it's got some good stuff in it it's stephen king it's got uh, McGarris. I like these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about gore. Yeah. Uh, one to find uh, one is not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two is a puddle of blood. Three enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. Five is run for the barf bag. And we give slipwalkers four, four and a half f- for gore. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's got some good gore. There's a lot of eye gouging. It's the gougings. It's Really, him. it's it's impaling and gouging. Yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> it's him when he's all in between forms, all fucked up is no, is no good. It's pretty gross. The mm-hmm. prosthetics are
1: pretty gross. Like you're, he's got oozing sores basically that won't heal and all of that stuff throughout a good portion of the movie. And then like once his eyes out, I was like, Ugh. yeah, pretty gross. Mm-hmm. And ratings. And then movie ratings. We have zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, oracle. Um,
0: I'm going to give this movie a three. Not too shabby. No, seen worse, worse seen, seen better. better. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. A three. seen worse, seen better. I don't... I can't... It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's not the Stay Awake, right? No, like, God, no. You look at this and you look at the Stay Awake, you're like, ooh, Sleepwalkers is pretty no, fucking Sleepwalkers good. Sleepwalkers
1: had money. Yes. Do you know what I mean? No, like the prosthetics, they could make a real monster look like a monster.
0: I think the script just needed to be tightened up and there need to be less like mom wandering and the, Charles, what's happening? And- that
1: felt a little lost. And even that they had such a great, weird backstory, I feel like that could have been even yeah. more like, I wouldn't, would have liked a little more of like how that affects them. Uh-huh. Like what, what it, it's really like for them to move. Cause their house was so very well done for like just moving there i was like did they really just move there it doesn't look like they just moved there like it's very well lived in i wondered about why and how that happens Mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions for me that i was left with that i was like uh yeah a little more info might have been more fun for Mm -hmm. the viewer
0: Mm -hmm. that's all um so next week we'll be talking about uh a another film that cats are involved in uh let the right one in uh, which uh, you have never seen, no. So, so some international horror again. I like, I like it when we go overseas. I do and too. Look at something from not here. Yeah, um, different pacing, different kind of mm-hmm. attitude towards things. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you for listening. Please find us on our social media. We'd love to talk to you. Yes. Um, and our stuff <laughs> what yeah you can check us out uh, on so many places all the
1: platforms all the social medias of course like i said we love interacting with you guys also make sure you're giving us um, great ratings if you love us mm-hmm. and if you don't don't do it uh just don't rate us just kidding you can do it anyway i'll take the good i'll take the bad i'll take it all but <laughs> we learn the more it's all the facts of life um and um check out our patreon as well we'd love to um, be able to do more stuff for you guys and uh yeah cheers we'll see you next week let, let the, the right, right one, one in, in.